Get ready to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM, featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. And welcome to Sports Info UM. Hey, you got me rolling solo all by myself. It's just me, Daryl. What's going on, world? Boy, it's a whole lot going on in the world of sports. And hey, let's talk a little bit about what's happening with, um, you know, I, I hate the thought of this, but Coach Sandusky, he's in the news again. Jerry Sandusky is in the news again. And it's not him about his 30-year prison sentence. That's not what we're talking about this time. It's a little, it's a little deeper, you know. It goes on to talk about how his son is involved in some craziness, involving some underage girls, um, possibly his girlfriend's daughters. You know, it's it's just it's just crazy, and um, and now he's he's being investigated, and um, possibly. Um, He's in, he's actually been arrested for this for this crime so far, and um, and Jerry Sandusky's son is involved in a sex crime. You know, we hate to think, we hate to say things like, you know, the apple don't fall far from the tree, and let, and let's let's truly hope that these crimes that um, Sandusky's son Jeffrey Sandusky is being accused of. I, I, I sincerely hope that he did not do the things that he's saying he's uh, accused of. But Jeffrey Sandusky, the son of former Penn State assistant football coach Jerry Sandusky, you know, and this dude probably never even played JV football. But because his dad is a former Penn State football coach, assistant football coach at Penn State, and he was there when they won a national championship. He was there when they beat us, beat the University of Miami um, in the Fiesta Bowl, our second time being in the Fiesta Bowl. But, you know, this guy, Jeffrey Sandusky, we would never even know who he is, what he's done, um, where he's from, none of that stuff if it were not for um, Jerry Sandusky. And uh, let's don't get it twisted. You know, this kid, this guy, dad, made him who he is. But through all of that, um, um, Jeffrey Sandusky has been accused of some heinous crimes. I mean, some some, some very, very bad things. Um, from, <laughs> you know, it's, it's one one thing they said he asked one of the, he texted one of the young girls and asked him to send him a picture of her of her uh, taking a pee. Now, come on, man. I mean, that's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of gross and, and offset, but that's one of the things that, uh, he's been accused of. So, um, I, I, I really hope that these crimes are, are not true, but when, when you have, um, girls said that he, he did this for a couple of years and, uh, apparently he was dating their mother. Um, it's just, it's, it's awful. It really is awful. Um, and maybe he'll be in the same prison as his father. You never know. But right now he's looking at uh as, at a he's he's facing some serious charges and um and hey, he might 
might be right in jail right beside his dad. Hey, but let's go on a little bit about the Patriots. You know, we um, you know, the Patriots they won the Super Bowl, of course. Tom Brady, Super Bowl MVP. Yep. Um. Well, James White said he should have been a Super Bowl MVP. Fourteen receptions, three touchdowns. Um. Uh, well, um, James White and a few other of the uh, New England Patriots say um, say they're not going to to um, go to the to the White House. Hey, if a, if a black president was there, you'd be going to the White House. If Obama was there, you'd be going to the White House. So hey, why you don't want to go watch Trump there? Hey, and I, I understand, you know, President Trump has the worst approval rating of I think any president. Um, uh, in this short period of time, and from what I read today, he's down to forty percent approval rating, and he entered the White House at forty-five percent. He only been in there a couple of weeks. My goodness! But that being said, if the president was black, James, you'd be going to the White House. And um, 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 the 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 Bennett guy, he said he's not going to the White House. I don't understand this kind of stuff because to me it really it really makes no sense. Uh, you know, you this is this is one of those things we bite the bullet on and we, you know, we go because it only it it could only make you look bad by not going, and um, that's not good. You know, it's it's no need. It's it's, it's some things are just not worth it, and uh, sometimes it's. I'll never forget what my dad told me one time. I, I didn't really like my mom's um, potato salad. I never really liked my mom's potatoes. Everybody raved and loved my mom's potato salad. But I just didn't really like it. And, and I used to sometimes tell my mom, Mom, I really just don't like your potato salad. I don't. And one day my dad sat me down. We were sitting at the dining room table. And he says, uh, he says hey, son, you know, whether you like your mom's potato salad or not, just have a little bit of it and don't say nothing. And if you don't like it, don't say nothing. And if you like it, tell her that you like it. But otherwise, just don't say nothing. And that just radiated with me from that point on. And so I would always, from that point on, I'd always just put a little bit of potato salad on my plate. And next thing you know, by the time I'm 14, 15 years old, man, I'm loving my mom's potato salad like everybody else. So I guess my point is, is that Sometimes we have to take a little bit of that potato salad, whether we don't like it or not. And if that means going to the White House to accept an award, um, you know, that some people look at that as possibly even one of the highest honors any athlete could receive is going to the White House and being recognized. Matter of fact, that's one of my one of the things I wish I could have done in my life is go to the White House and be recognized after we won our national championship in 1983, at that time they didn't, they didn't, they didn't necessarily, um, they didn't bring, um, they didn't bring national champions to the White House to meet the to meet the president at that time. Now, two years, three, the year after I graduated, the uh, University of Miami 1987 national championship team, they did go to the White House. But just think, four years before that, the 1983 National Championship team did not have that opportunity. So uh, I think if you get an opportunity to go to the White House, I don't care who the president is. You go there, you uh, you take the photo, and you leave. You know, it's, it, it could only enhance your career, not set it back. And where I look at it, where um, 
you're going to piss some people off if you don't go to the White House and, uh, and be recognized. Somebody is going to have something to say. And as far as I'm concerned, don't give them any, don't give them ammunition. Uh, we just don't, we don't, we don't have to do that. Don't give it to them. You know, it's, it's, it's not worth it. So some things are best is, uh, some things are best, um, left undone or not even said, you know, so don't give, um, don't give the world ammunition. Not at all. Not at all. And, 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 and Latavius Bennett, uh, no, well, hey, I'm going to leave that alone. One of the things I do want to talk about, and, you know, and, and we're in the off season now, so it's going to be a lot of things that we can talk about. And a lot of things that we can talk about is, um, you know, is, 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 is gossip, not necessarily gossip, but kind of juicy sports info information. And right now, you know, uh, my main man, one of my favorite people, Edwin James, you know, Ed's came to the University of Miami after I did. As a matter of fact, I took a, a, a van load of a high school kids to the University of Miami to see him play in a game where he went over 300 yards against UCLA. I was there when Edge went for over 300 yards in the Orange Bowl against UCLA. Well, hey, um, Edge is going into a new business adventure. Uh, Edwin James has opened up a new strip club in Miami. And um, so, hey, it's called One. And I, and I know... Um, Edwin James is a very smart man and a very good businessman. I expect nothing less than him to be successful in this whole thing. Uh, and he's the sole owner. You know, there is no no partners and none of that. Edge is the sole owner of a new strip club in Miami. And um doesn't really say where it is, but I'm sure it's probably going to, hey, wherever it is in Miami, Edge is going to make money because uh, I'm telling you, Miami is hot and popping and, uh, and sex sells all over the world. And in a city like Miami, when you put Edwin James' name name behind it, hey, it's only going to be on and popping, baby. It's going to be on and popping. And um, I'm sure when we go down there for the spring game in April, you know, sometimes every once in a while I get a chance to hang out with some of them, some of these young, them young hurricane like Edge. And Edge is not young. You know, Edge pushing 40. Uh, but uh, if he's not 40, but some of these young cats, I'm 52, so the guys played 10 years after me. They recognize me, and they recognize some of the older guys. And, hey, every once in a while, they say, oh, we all going to so-and-so and, uh, for the after party. And some of you old folks, if y'all want to hang, y'all can hang. If, if they say they're going to the one, I'm probably going to say, I'll be there. I want to check it out. And, uh, and. I know Edge personally, so maybe he'll give me an invite. Uh, if he does, I'm down with it. I'm, I'm really, really down with it. So I think I'll take advantage of that. Yeah. But I'm going to get back to this story about the White House a little bit. You know, LeGarrette Blunt, he's another one of these guys that's saying he's not he's not going to the White House. Uh, Metellus Bennett, he says he's not going to the White House. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't understand this. So you know, they they say they're gonna boycott their trip to the White House. Legarrette Blunt, you know, you got a you got a nice little thing going over there, going on in New England. Don't mess it up. Um, Metellus Bennett got a nice little thing going on in in New England. Don't don't mess it up. Why would you even Why would you even chance it? Um, 
with, with some craziness like that. I don't, I don't, I don't understand that. I, I just don't understand it. You know, um, um, Odell Beckham was on, was with this dude, Young Thug. They had him on. He was on stage dancing with Young Thug. Well, I bring up Odell Beckham because, you know, um, I was talking to my grandson yesterday. We were we were throwing some footballs at the park, and um, you know he. I'm talking to him about how to do things, how to how he should listen and pay attention. And I turn my back. He's over there dancing. I'm like, hey man, who do you think you are, Odell Beckham? He says, yeah, yeah, I, I like Odell Beckham, Daddy. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Odell Beckham, you know, he, he's, he, he, he's, he's a good guy. But you got to pay attention. And don't be bringing all of his attention to yourself. He says, what is attention, Daddy? He's only, he's only six years old. And I say, well, when you do things to bring attention to yourself, when you see people with this bright red hair, it's almost like they want you to look at them so they they paint their hair red. Or you see someone with a, a earring in a, 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 a earring in their nose, right between their nose, maybe they do that because they want you to look at that earring. Those are things that people do to bring attention to themselves. You know, but and I and I look at and I was I was telling him about Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham. And and the difference between these two guys, you know, um is 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 not much. I think Jarvis Landry this year had 94 receptions, Odell Beckham had 101 receptions. But the year before, Jarvis Landry out had more receptions than Odell Beckham. But a lot of young people don't know who Jarvis Landry is because he doesn't do a lot of that stuff that brings attention to himself, like getting on stage with Young Buck and dancing and all that. And, and I'm not, and I'm not hating, I'm not hating the man for going out and, and, and making money or going out because we all know in the world that we live in, publicity is money. You know, the, the more popular you are, the more money, the more money you can demand. And, um, and Odell Beckham is in one of the most popular and demanding cities in the world, New York City, where Jarvis Landry is in a in a market in Miami where he's he's not in New York City. Now, don't get me wrong. Now, Miami is no slouching market by no means, but it's no L.A. or New York. And, and if Jarvis Landry did play for the Jets with the kind of numbers he has, he, he would be as popular, if not more popular, than Odell Beckham. And I can guarantee you that. But because he plays in Miami and because he doesn't change his hair every other every other week or because he doesn't uh, fight with the kicking net, and get hit in the head by a kicking net, or because maybe he's never went out on a date with Rihanna, or because he 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 doesn't uh get in altercations on the field with with um with his with his quarterback or other players, you know Jarvis Landry is basically just a a hardworking, get the job done kind of quarterback. Kind of, kind of receiver, and because he doesn't have Eli Manning, one of the one of the most popular and well and 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 I guess well known quarterbacks in the NFL, um, and and one of the most productive quarterbacks 
in the NFL. He's not going to get the same kind of attention that Odell Beckham is getting. And um, and, and I'm not going to say it's a shame because um, um, sometimes all we have to do is just wait and be patient. And maybe those antics that Odell Beckham is displaying for the last two years, um, those things are going to be his downfall. And, and maybe the, the calculated moves that we see Jarvis Landry play with and the and the way he he's always seemed to be trying to get a little bit more out of every play um, this cat just got Jarvis Landry I really think that we're going to see we're going to see more out of Jarvis Landry's career he'll have a better career than Odell Beckham because I think you know I'm a big fan of humility and we've talked about that a few times on this show about um being humility and how being humble is is so very very important. Hey, um, Matt, we got Vince online. Vince, what's happening? <laughs> hey, how you doing, Miss Hey, we loving life over here, uh, Vince. You know, doing very well. What's happening down there, for a lot of them? It's going, it's going, it's going. Ain't no fun because the more games on like the one we just seen. Yeah, you're right. You know, we was talking about uh, we was talking about Jarvis Landry just a minute ago, and I was saying that Odell Beckham gets a lot of attention. Had 101 receptions last year, whereas Jarvis Landry had 94 receptions and lost his quarterback half of the season. Who knows? He may have had more receptions than Odell Beckham if um if your boy Tannehill hadn't gotten hurt. Yeah, you're right. And, 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 um, I don't know, he took me long now, Tanner here. It took him a while, but he don't figure it out, I guess. So, I'm looking for them to do something this year, next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, 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 you know what I mean? Some things don't go away. You got to just eat it because that's the NFL. That be not for long, not forever. You feel me? I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. And, and you know, Odell Beckham had um 1,367 yards with 100 and, 101 receptions, where Jarvis Landry had 1,100 and and 36 yards on 94 receptions. They, they're very similar. They're very close. And, and, and I think one of the things that really separate them is, is definitely um, with those receptions would have to be Eli Manning. He's, he is a separation maker because I'm telling you, uh, with, 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 with Brady getting at the age he is, Peyton Manning is gone. Um, you got to look at, 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 uh, at Eli Manning as has to be at the, one of those elite quarterbacks in the NFL. Hey, Vince, we got to take a quick commercial break, man. But I want you to hold uh, through the break, and we're going to talk about what's going on down there in Miami and a few more of these top free agents that, you know, that, that the Miami Dolphins might be able to pick up in this offseason. We'll be right back with more sports info. Internet flagship station for sports. 
Voice America Sports. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and friends are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Join Matt Fish and Alex Clancy every week for Rebound Radio. We'll talk with the legends of basketball about how they got started, their rise to the top of the game, how basketball has changed their lives, and what they're up to now. Just like the game itself, you'll find that lives can pivot on a dime. There can be last-minute saves, and life is anything but run-of-the-mill. Rebound Radio can be heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. You won't want to miss the next show. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Hey, we got Vince on the line. Vince talking about what's going on down there in South Florida. I was telling Vince that I think that uh, Jarvis Landry is a, is a better receiver was it not not necessarily a better receiver now but I think he will have a better career than Odell Beckham before it's all said and done before the dust all settles he going to have a better career than Odell Beckham Yeah, I think he is too. Can I, I think Matt Moore good too though. Matt Moore helped him out a little bit. I like Matt Moore better than Taylor here myself personally. I would have to disagree with you a little bit there, Vince. I I, I really do. I, I think I think Tannehill is I think Tannehill is a much better runner. I think he's a little more more mobile than um than than more. And um and I think they spent the money on Tannehill and they they've they've invest invested more time in Tannehill. Say he only had a sack and a half last year. You know, that ain't, that ain't enough. 
especially when he when he was demanding the kind of money that he was demanding. That's a lot of money. We, you know, we the best at getting players and letting them go. So everywhere they go, they end up come back and beat us and run them. We the best yeah. that did that. I, I I would agree with that, especially when we see that guy um, Oliveira for uh, for the for the for the Giants who played for the Dolphins for a while, and uh, but now he 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 the, he the, he the Giants' best pass rusher. As a matter of fact, the Giants are talking about getting rid of Jason Pierre-Paul because of uh, because of that guy uh, Oliveira. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. Well, hey, Vince, don't be a stranger, man. We're here every Monday night on the Sports Info You and Radio Show. Today is Monday. Every Monday. Okay. Uh, <laughs> hey, what you going to do for Valentine's Day? Y'all going to be on? Hey, you know, uh, you know uh, make sure you do something good for the woman in your life, Vince, on Valentine's Day. That's for you, sister And you get that, and that includes your mother. Now, mamas don't yeah. mind being, being getting a nice Valentine. Man, that includes yeah. your mother. So make sure you yep. do something nice for the woman in your life and your mama. You know, I went with Sap this weekend, and, and he had his mother's um, 86th birthday, and a friend turned 100, and they were very nice. Wow, wow, but wow. I'll call you after the show. All right, tell Bruce I say hello if I don't holler at you before then. All okay, right, Vince, man. with pleasure, man. We'll holler at you. Okay, nice talk to you. You know, um, the, um, the Buffalo Bills look like they're kind of, um, I guess, getting rid of Tyrod Taylor. And I, I thought Tyrod Taylor was a, was a, was one of the bright spots for that team in the last couple of, at least last year, he was one of the bright spots for that team. But when when Jim Kelly came out late in the season and said he didn't think that Tyrod Taylor was a good fit for the Buffalo Bills, I knew then that he he he, he had to leave. He was gone. It was over. You know, kaput is his history. Because let me tell you, uh, Jim Kelly has more pull and um and and he has more pull than anybody in Buffalo. That's just how it is. You know, Jim Kelly is a man in Buffalo and that's that's just how it is. You know, hey, we got Scott on the line. What's going on, Scott? What's going on, Daryl? Doing good, man. I'm, Doing I, real I like good. what you just said about uh Jim Kelly. Yeah, yeah. No uh, nobody he has is more a man pull from like Buffalo. <laughs> Nah, man. No, nobody has more pull than Jim Kelly in Buffalo. You know, that's that's just how it is. You know, I I I, I like to say um, Roger Starbeck probably has that kind of pull in Dallas. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know, and it, and it's been so long ago, but um, um, Terry Bradshaw used to have. Nah, he never had that kind of pull in Pittsburgh. Never. Nah, nah. Not not the kind of pull that Jim Cat in in Buffalo. What's going on with you, Scott? Did you see that? Did you see that Super Bowl? Oh yeah, <laughs> that's uh, one of those that you just uh, you can uh, never predict. I mean, anything can happen at, at that stage. You know, you know, Vince called the show day the day after the Super Bowl, and he said that um, somebody made that call to the uh, to the Atlanta Falcons. Say, hey, y'all shut it down. Now shut it down. 
and uh, let's let this come back. Come on back, and everybody in Vegas get paid because everybody, everybody took Atlanta, I think. But how could you take Atlanta and give up Tom Brady and Bill Belichick and only giving up three points? That's a sucker bet to me. I didn't see that. Who did you bet on, Scott? I was betting on Atlanta, <laughs> believe it or not. <laughs> I was one of them suckers. <laughs> you know, and, I, and, I, and I'm saying that, Scott, not really. If someone came to you and said, hey, man, this guy that's playing quarterback for this team, he's never been in the Super Bowl. And the coach that's coaching this team, he's only been the head coach for like two, three years. Now, oh, the team over here, oh, this guy, this is his seventh time going to the Super Bowl. And if he wins this one, this will be his fifth Super Bowl. Oh, and this guy that's going to the Super Bowl with him, oh, he's been to the Super Bowl every time they went to the Super Bowl, they went together. So this is his seventh Super Bowl, too. And if, yeah. when you look at it on paper, you'd weigh and say, uh, I think I'll take this guy over here. You know, it's just, it, but we, we, we think so, so often with how we feel and how we how we, we think that, with right. our hearts. I was just so going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because, and, and, uh, uh, I mean, that, I think I was going uh, uh, a lot more with my feelings than I was my pocket. <laughs> you know, and, and you know, Scott, I, I have I have bet a little money on the game. And um, I have bet a little money on the game. And I hate to lose any money. So I was really pulling for Atlanta. But I was like, Man, it might be worth it to lose this money for Atlanta to win the Super Bowl and beat New England. Because I really don't like New England that bad. But at the same time, I'm like, man, when they started coming back, I was like, man, I might win this money. Yep. <laughs> yeah, sometimes, you know, when when a team like New England's been uh, winning and, and, and making it a Super Bowl, you get tired of seeing them. I, and, and I know a lot of people uh, think like that, and that, that's just what I was thinking. I was just tired of seeing them. But you, you can't take away from, uh, nothing from that quarterback and coaching uh, combo there. Uh, they they proved themselves plenty of times, and they just did it again. <laughs> and they just did it again. I mean, and, you, and you're so right. They've proved themselves many times, and, and, and a lot of times we've doubted them or didn't think they could do it, and every time seems as though they find a way to do it, and um, – you got, you got to tip your hat to um, to Bill Belichick. You know, I, I really think you, you just have to say, hey, man, this guy has to go down now as um, one of the best coaches ever. No, there's no doubt about that. Uh, well, I mean, and then it's just like uh, uh, Alabama. You, you know, <laughs> that coach there, uh, he's going to go down as one of the best coaches, uh, one of the best coaches Alabama's had, you know. It's you know, and uh, just the way it is. And Scott, that's saying a mouthful when we think about um, Bear Bryant, possibly one of the greatest coaches ever. And uh, who would have ever thought that someone could come to Alabama and make us forget about the legends of Bear Bryant? And uh, and this guy Saban right. has really made us do that, man. I mean. Uh, Anytime you think of Alabama, you think of Bear Bryant. Well, uh, that may be changing. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's just, yeah. I mean, when, when you uh, come up with uh, teams uh, year in and year out that's always competing for national championships, I mean, it's just like Miami in the 80s, you know, which we did it with several different coaches. 
But I mean, that's just the way it rolls. When when, when you are winning year in and year out, it, it speaks volumes. I mean, and I'm hoping that we can get back to something like that, or at least get back to uh, you know uh, having possibility of chances of playing for a national championship one day. And I you believe know, it's going to happen. I I think you're right, Scott. I I, I really do. Uh, when I look at um. At, at the recruiting class from uh, from this year, um, I, th- I think we made some 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 big moves in uh, in our recruiting, and I, and I really think that um, that Mark Rick has done a done an outstanding job, and he's building this program like it needs to be built slow. You know, you're going to be steady That's and right. slow. You know, he he, this, then, it's not going to be something overnight. And, and I, you know, I continue reading about uh, you know. Uh, 2018, 2019 kids are, are already looking at Miami. I mean, because uh, you know, I think with the class that we we got this uh, go around, I think they're going to uh, you know show that we can uh, have a great teams again. And uh, I think, I mean, I see next year maybe two to maybe two losses uh, uh, if we can't do better than that. Uh, but I see uh, more kids are going to want to play for Miami now. Oh, I, I agree. I, I, I totally agree. More kids are going to want to play, and uh, and our recruiting is only going to get stronger and stronger. Now, um, what did you think about uh, about the Brad Kaya uh, move? Well, I, I think it 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 was a uh, you know it it was fine. I think he, you know he's ready to. Uh, he didn't have the best year this year, but it wasn't too bad. I, I think is he's proved himself the first two years, and uh, I think he's just really just rolling with that. Uh, but you know, I, I, we got two uh, good uh, uh, quarterbacks coming in, in uh, to go along with the, the a few that we got there are, are pretty good themselves. Uh, but I think these fresh two of these freshmen are, are going. Going to uh, compete pretty heavily with uh, that. Cade Weldon, he's uh, got good size on him, and but that kid out of uh, Ocala is the one that impresses me. But uh, it, it's going to—I think it's going to—if we one of them uh, uh, picks up like uh, like he did when he was a freshman, I, I think uh, you know it's going to show a lot. It's just like that uh, uh, Cook kid, uh, James Cook. He's committed to Florida State, but he's still looking at Miami. He's and he's a five-star mm-hmm. running back. So I mean, the things that's uh, go, uh, happening for Miami, yeah, it's slowed just like you said, the way we need it to be. And uh, I think other kids are going to be uh, getting, you know, want wanting to get on board with with what they're building down there. Oh, I, I think you're. I think you're hitting it right on the head, and um, and we see some of these top recruits now for the 2018 class that are saying, "Hey, I'm 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 leaning towards Miami. I'm coming to coming to Miami. I'm the number one running back in the nation. Um, I just saw where he's he's committed to uh, to Miami. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and we're we're getting uh, we're gonna slow all that all these uh, players uh, leaving my my out of Miami to going. We're going to slow something because uh, for the past uh, few years, we haven't been getting what we used to get from Miami. 
And uh, I think some of that's going to change because, uh, you know, you, you when you're just getting two and three stars, uh, maybe once in a while a four-star out of Miami, that that ain't good enough. You, you want to get get as many four and five stars out of Miami as you can. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you got a lot of talent down there. Oh, I'm, t- I'm trying to tell you, it's a lot of talent down there, and and um and Mark is going to get a lot of these guys. You know, I see a lot of these uh, the top targets. Um, one of the top targets is cornerback uh, Al Blades Jr. And Al Blades played at University of Miami, and Benny and Brian played at the University of Miami, and uh, so this is that that's going to be an interesting recruit um, this season coming up. I've had an opportunity to meet Al Blades Jr. Uh, they wouldn't let him on the field a couple of years ago because uh, because he was a recruit, and um, I had a chance because I know Brian and Benny. Um, they introduced me to him to him and um, told me what a, a good kid he was and what a big time recruit. And I uh, said so he's coming to Miami. That's without a question. So that's what I don't think we're gonna have to spend a lot of time on is, is that kid. But you know we lost. Uh, Look like we may be losing two running backs, um, Scott. And, uh, you know, um, Gus, Gus, Gus the bus, um, Gus Edwards says, uh, said he was transferring, but there's still no official, um, um, no, nothing official of, of Gus transferring. You know, there was a rumor of that earlier in the season and, you know, um, right. Joseph Yerby, he left, you know, uh, our number one running back is still there. Uh, Mark Walton, um, he, he, he's, yeah. he's coming back, but we got to know. That this is this will be the last time we see um, Mark Walton in a you know in a right. UM uniform. Yeah, yeah. This this you know, is his last. At UM, there's always been room for uh, two decent running backs. Uh, you know, I understand. You know, it's just like any other uh, college. Uh, you get too many good ones on one. You know, then when they can go start somewhere else, they're going to. I'm oh sure, yeah, I know Alabama. They they deal with that all the time. Yeah, uh, yeah. Tennessee, they they dealt with it this past year. That running back they had was the five star running back, and he he left. Yeah, uh, you know you, you want to go uh, uh, where you can start for sure. That, that's for sure. And you know, and 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 Miami has had some some situations where we had we had James Jackson and um, and Clinton Portis in the same backfield. We had um, 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 Najee Davenport. And um, Frank Gore in the same backfield, and at one point we even had um, Clinton Porter, uh, not, uh, um, Willis McGahey was a group of those guys. So it, we've had some times where we've had two and three All American running backs in in the backfield on on the team. They may have not always been All Americans at the same time, but they were All Americans at one point, and there could have been three of those running backs on the team at one time. Yeah. Hey. Um. Scott, thanks for calling, man. Don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday night on the Sports Info UM Radio Show. All right, Daryl. Take care. Appreciate it. Hey, guys, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we get back, we got James on the line. He's going to talk a little bit about them Jacksonville Jaguars coming up. All right, we'll be right with more Sports Info. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. 
Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby on Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network. And let's talk football. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. You know, we got James on the line calling from Jacksonville. You know, James, congratulations on getting Tom Coughlin back. That's the best news I heard in a long time about the Jacksonville Jaguars. Y'all got Tom Coughlin back. I couldn't even tell you who the name of your last coach was. I can't even tell you who the coach that you got now, what his name is. But I do know Tom Coughlin. The best thing ever happened to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I'm so glad he's back. So glad he's back. What's happening, James? Dude, now you're starting to see where the deficiencies was. We'll, we'll start to see now where the deficiencies was on the previous programs. Because we know Tom Coughlin going to put together a solid program. Solid program. You know, and, and sure. I am ecstatic, big dog. I am ecstatic. Finally, somebody That's here who sure. knows the, the difference between a wide receiver and a slot back. Finally. Finally. I'm so glad. And you're right. And don't be surprised. After this year, Tom might cut the ties with your with your with your franchise quarterback because he's not gonna deal with a a bad quarterback. And he's not definitely not gonna deal with a not smart quarterback. You gotta be a smart right. quarter you gotta be the smartest player on the field to play quarterback for Tom Coffer. And if he realizes that real soon, that you're not the smartest player on the field, you're not willing to put the time in, you're not willing to stay extra with receivers that are willing to stay stay long hours and you gotta go and do something. You're not coming into the office early. This guy here he he's he's in the office on Christmas Eve and Christmas morning. So I'm telling you, man, Dude. this guy here is a workaholic. Tom Coughlin is a Dude. workaholic. And, and and we we see that in the NFL, if you're not a workaholic, you're not winning. You're right. Period. You're right. Period. And and, 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 and the Eli How you come from Eli Manning to Jacksonville, dude? You can tell that dude got a got a heritage in playing football. Right, man. His, dad, right. his brother, 
dude, if 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 you can't learn nothing from that, so you automatically see how it's supposed to be done. That's how it's supposed to be done. Everything else is not is not reaching that potential. I agree. I agree, bitch. So I'm I telling agree. you right That's now, um, we agree about with the Jaguars. And I'm telling you, and I think he pulled the trigger. I think he pulled the trigger late. Be honest with you. With what? I think he should have got right. I think he should have got rid of. Um, I think he should have got rid of Gus or whoever the coach was. He should have got rid of him after the fourth game of the season. Yeah, ask me. Well, I don't, I don't know if they should have got rid of him after the, but they 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 probably did the right thing, keeping him to the end of the season because it wasn't going to make a difference. Jaguars weren't going to the playoffs. But now the Jaguars, I, I can tell you this. I bet you this this is going to be one of the best drafts the Jaguars had in a long, long time. I don't Tom know, dude. Last year we had the best draft ever. Ah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah but but yeah, you, you had two good drafts. I mean, I mean, well, Flowers was an okay player. He got hurt soon as camp started. Then last year was his rookie year, and he didn't really do. He did okay. And then you got uh, the guy from uh, from the Gators. No, no, no. Yeah, well, he was already injured when you got him. I'm talking about the, the, the defensive back, Jared. Um, um, yeah, the defensive back that you got. Yeah, he, yeah. He, 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 at least Miles Jack, he may not ever play. How in the world you draft a guy that may not ever play, man? That don't make no sense. <laughs> Come on, get me a get me an old third string wide receiver, but don't get me somebody that may not ever play. I just that's just rolling the dice. Just no, I I, I don't I don't understand that kind of stuff, man. I, I don't get that. Yeah, you think that that dude career should have been over? I mean, I'm not saying his career his career could be still. You know, I'll say this. I'll say this. When many camps start this year, if he's not a factor on the field, we can almost say his career is over. You're right. Because they're not going to spin. If he's not an impact player starting out the season, you, 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 I would be, I would say you are correct, sir. They're not going to spend two years. They're not going to give him two years of free money. They gave him one year last year. They're not going to give him two. I just, I don't, I don't see that happening. So we'll see. It, it, it'll, it'll turn up. It'll turn up real quick, and it'll probably happen within an, uh, uh, around May when they have minicamp. We'll know then what kind of player he's going to be. If he's not on the field with everybody in May, then it's all. It, he's 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 probably going to be released um, when training camp starts. Mm. That contract's uh, too big to keep. And no, it ain't. That's, that's that's what makes it easy. His contract is easy. It's cheap. You know, rookies don't make money until their third year. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, so you. Are you now beginning to see the wisdom in the um in my in our owner? Our owner's got a plan, boy. I see, I, I see, I see some wisdom in the owner. Yes, I do. Now he has to get out of get out of Tom Coughlin's way. That's his old thing. Don't 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 get in the way of Tom Coughlin building your building your franchise. If you want someone to build your franchise, you pay him and get out of his way and let him do what he's do. And and if Tom if Tom comes comes to him at the sixth game of the season next year, say hey, uh, this cat we got running the team, he ain't doing enough. I want to come down on the field. I want this team. This is my team. 
I took this team farther than any coach could have ever taken. I will take us back to the playoffs this year. Good. Uh, you, you, you can't argue saw, with that. Even if Carr, saw Carr, then he needed to do exactly what I said. Get out the way and let Tom go down there and fire him if it was in the first quarter of the Dallas Cowboy game. Fire his behind and say, hey, I got this. And go on, do what hey. you got to do. And hire a real coach. Because I believe if they let Tom Coughlin be vice president till he retires, when Tom Coughlin retires, the Jaguars will be set for the next 10 years. I think you're I, right. I, I believe I, that. I, if if, if it's five years before he retires, if it's five years before Tom Coughlin retires, the Jaguars will be set for the next 10 years. If they give him five years, I promise you he'll have this team in the playoffs in two years. And you're right. By the time he leaves after five years, I think this team will be set for another five years at least. I really at least. feel easy. At least. Quarterback in place. At least. Uh, safety, safety leader in place. You know, these are the captains of your team. Your 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 your, your captain on your linebacking squad in place. Yeah. Everybody else is changed with pieces. We done seen Belichick change out every piece but his major pieces. Yep. Every place basically except one. And that's the that's the, the, the quarterback. Major piece. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and that's why I really I don't see Bortles being Tom Coughlin's man. I don't see him being being Coughlin's quarterback. I just don't see it. I don't think his work work ethic is there. I don't think his attention to detail is there. And for some reason you don't I don't think his football IQ is there. I, I, that's my, that was my last say. For some reason, I just don't think this cat is smart enough to play quarterback for Tom Coughlin. Hey, James, we got to run, man. We got some more callers on the line. But, hey, thanks for calling us. We're here every Monday night on Sports Info UM radio show. No problem, my because I will most certainly do so. Thank you very much. Hey, and you can always catch us on Twitter at Sports Info UM. All right. <laughs> All right. Hey, um, Matt, we still got Steve on the line? Steve, what's going on? Preacher, man. Uh, only thing I say, he, he went hard between the tackles. In 37. <laughs> I had a good show. Good show. Only thing I have to ask you today, I watched the Super Bowl last weekend. I know what the guy going to do. How they can stop him? You tell me. You talking about uh, Tom Brady? Yeah, he went down and out all day, all day, all day. And, and, I, and, and I, I would I would have to say, Steve, the Atlanta Falcons coaching staff and that team choked. You know, because you don't okay. get a you don't you don't have a twenty five point lead in the NFL in the second half and lose. I mean, we've seen that happen in, throughout history. But it's just so it's it's just so seldom, and it's, I have to say the Falcons choke. That too, that too. That, that. But I, you know, hey, I don't know how, why they couldn't stop him. That. You, you, well, uh, I'll, I'll say this: I don't think it's a matter of of um, of stopping. It's sometimes when you start playing 
when you when if you play in a certain way the whole time, you attacking, you attacking, you attacking. I'm trying to get sacks. I'm trying to stop him. I'm attacking. I'm attacking. Now all of a sudden you get a 25 point lead. You don't. You stop attacking. You start saying, "Oh, hold on. Let's not lose. Let's not lose. Let's not lose. It's not attack, attack, attack. Now it's my last thing. Let's 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 sit back. Let's don't let them score. Just don't let them score. Let's let's prolong. The, let's let's shorten the game. And when you start getting away from what got you there, I think you have a tendency to start making mistakes. Because when you when you attack and you attack and you attack, you're playing out of instinct. Everything is instinct, instinct, instinct. But now all of a sudden, when we start thinking, oh, let's not lose, let's not lose. We can give up seven yards, but let's don't give up 17 yards. Now it's not the instincts that's in the game. Now we we're thinking about what we're doing. And I think sometimes when you start thinking, you start getting a little bit, you, your focus is not as strong as it was when you was just playing on instinct and adrenaline. That's what I think it was. Mm-hmm. Okay. Preacher, you're a pastor now. Good show. Good show. I'm coming, I'm coming to the fish with you. Uh, yeah, let, let me know, man. Let me know. I'm, I'm, I need to go fishing. Hey, but Steve, who 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 the Jacksonville Jaguar looking at in free agency this year? Tom Coughlin gonna make a big free agent move this year, and don't be surprised if it's a quarterback. Maybe if I had somebody like Fitzpatrick to come in here. Hey, hey the dude, no, no, they can't do those. James, he was talking. They need a lot. They got a lot of holes in the field, man. They do. Got a lot of holes in the field. Hey, hey, my thing, hey, hey, you need a running back. Put your pads on and come on. <laughs> Put your pads on and then need a running back. <laughs> and, uh, I'm telling you. Uh, <laughs> hey, Steve. <laughs> Y'all got y'all got Ivory last year, but Ivory came in to me. He he was he was beat up, man. That guy done suffered a lot of licks uh, in the NFL. Uh, you know what I mean? Okay. If I'm not a, hey, I gotta talk to you off the radio, but uh, there better yeah. be something from 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 a long time ago. He wasn't okay. I understand, you know, Fred Taylor, Fred Taylor and the boy that, they were bad at college. The right. dude had Ivory, right. I never heard of him. I never heard I of never him until he got to the, the, the pros. Yeah, he never right. heard. Hey, now folks from Florida State, got to get him. They got to get him. They, uh, if they have a chance to get him, they got to yeah, get they him. Gotta, they got to get him. I'm telling hey, you, hey. Now, that kid is a difference maker. I don't care if you have to get him. I don't care if you use a first round pick on him. So what? Get, get they got him. money. Yeah, they got get money. Him. They got money. Hey, yep. it take the pressure. It take the pressure. This the airport. I call him airport guy. Airport yeah. guy is uh, yeah. uh, the your uh, quarterback. You airport guy. You look. You look the part. Can't throw it now. Can't yep. throw it over now. But you need, hey, you need, you need folks. Yeah, hey, Devin Cook would be a, a, a big-time asset to your team, man. I mean, that kid, right away, he, he might be the best receiver and running back on the team. Right away. With, and he got a brother, too, now. And brother, 
Your brother bad as hell too. But yeah, you need, we need we need him. And you know, okay. hey, I don't know what they they thinking about, but you can you gotta draft that guy. In my mind, you gotta draft him. Number four. I, I, oh, that, that 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 that's that would oh, be a big big oh, plus. Oh, uh, when you won't come back. <laughs> <laughs> You were hard between the tackles. I was like, hey, hey, I <laughs> run hard between the tackles too. That's what his problem, I think. He run too hard between the tackles. That's all he can do is run between the tackles. Yep. Hey, what's well, Steve, man? Uh, we here every Monday night on the Sports Info You and Radio Show. You can also catch yes, us on Twitter yes, at Sports Info You. I, 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 I appreciate you having me on, man. Hey, you know, it's our hey, pleasure, I like, man. I like, I like to talk sports, man. You know, I don't want to mess up your program. I don't want to mess your program, but I like You can't do sports. that. Yeah, ain't no, ain't no way you can do that. I say, hey, I see they letting Jimmy Smith come back to the program a little bit. What's up with that? And and and, and, and Tony Baselli get some, McCarty, get some Hall of Fame McCarty. talk? Yeah. yeah Tony Baselli. Tony Baselli got a good ways to go before he's a Hall of Fame. Even we can give him a little Hall of Fame talk. But I'm glad to see they're letting Jimmy Smith come back to the program. I really am. Hey, Steve, we got 30 seconds. Hey, man, thanks for calling. We're always here every Monday night. Don't be a stranger. Every Monday night we're here on the Sports Info UM radio show. Yes, sir. Thank My you, pleasure, sir. brother. Hey, it's a pleasure being on your programs. Always. Good show. Hey guys, Good show. we'll be back next week with more sports information. Hey, and, and I heard this story about about Robert Robert Griffin might be a free agent this year. Cleveland gonna let him go. Oh man, Robert, get yourself together, man. Hey guys, we'll be back with more sports information next week, same time, eight p.m. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.